0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week we're doing a million ways to die in the West. And I know that uh, everyone's tuning in for million ways to die in the West. But also I yeah. was, was going to talk a little bit about uh, Maleficent. You should. But uh, before we do that, I have to say we, we got a lot of emails last week. And cool. uh, it's very strange. Uh, actually, you know, this is a time of year where, you know, the numbers of listeners like kind of dip. Yeah, right. It's like spring and all of a sudden people have better things to do. (laughs) But but still, we we got a bunch of emails and we got a weird number of emails about absolutely random things about the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was, you know, some of them actually are questions. I don't know that we're going to go into them because that would be like two whole shows.
2: Well, Uh, you know, we probably have time this week.
1: Uh, there was a there was a bunch of like so you know which X Men X Man that's never been in a movie yet do you want to see or oh, blah, yeah, blah uh, on and on stuff like that and uh, I think uh, probably because of my secret word <laughs> during the giveaway then people <laughs> right. asked about stuff right um, but we got a lot of emails and then people sent us a question and then did not enter to win. I mean, did not, like, send the little... <laughs> they didn't do the little say, words, so they didn't right. need to say...
2: Uh, so, uh, you guys, if, on,
1: you you, if you missed last week, which uh, some people did, yeah. uh, and uh, I suppose we're going to let them get away with that, I don't know, but, okay. uh, you know, go back and listen to the X-Men review, because we are giving it away on Blu-ray. There's right. still time to enter, so you got to go back and listen to last week's show. When did that
2: end? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> that's why our content. Uh, I, d- I did. I didn't really, I didn't I really. Say I don't remember. I remember like if a said, date yeah, or something. So, well, whenever. I think.
1: I think probably like the week before next, next weekend. Oh, okay. You know.
2: Um, <laughs> whenever.
1: Yeah, I, I realized I after the end of the show that I didn't like say like a cut off or anything. Right. But anyway, uh, you go back and listen to last week's show, and then we will tell you the secret word. Right. And then email us, contact us. You have to you know, figure out how you contact us. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not the
2: greatest scavenger around of all time. Exactly. You're well, like that I'm, L.A. millionaire throwing out money give, at the beach. I'm some, exactly. I'm giving something away. How easy
1: do I have to make it? We, awesome. you want, I'll find you and right. enter you. <laughs> what, what do I got to do? It's like the reverse anyway, yeah, Holland. go listen to the show. We explained it all yeah. there and uh, tell you everything you have to do. Um, it, but we did get a lot of Oddly, it it was kind of weird because we had different problems with it, but then we had different likes about it. Yeah. And we got a lot of people like chiming in on everything. I mean, like uh, they liked the things we liked. They didn't Uh, like the things we liked. They didn't like the things we didn't like. I mean, just, you know, everything. It was kind of weird because this, that X-Men movie was sort of oddly everything whether you like yeah. it or hate it or are in the middle or whatever it it had some of everything it could have had a little bit more like action for some people more yeah. more like more fighting scenes uh more more something to fight other than the Sentinels, which yeah. ultimately were kind of boring. And somebody mentioned that, and you know, I don't have the emails in front of me. And we didn't really talk about that last week. But the first couple of times you see the Sentinels and they're actually fighting, it was pretty cool. Right. By the time you get to the end of the movie, it was kind of boring. Yeah. And especially because I can see it, that, you just I knew they were going to win. And so then that's not fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, they're just basically telling you the whole point of the movie is that they're going to win. Now watch them fight. Right. And, right. I mean, they they like can't be defeated. Now watch a fight scene where you know that the people are going to lose. I don't know. Anyway, it, it and then it didn't have a lot of you know action in between except like lifting up a whole stadium, which is not exactly action. Uh, <laughs>
2: okay. oh, it it was cool. I liked it. It was very cool, but, but I see. But I it's see, not. Well, this is like what we said. Like it, I didn't see why if somebody liked it, they'd love it, and right? Exactly.
1: Would, it's, you know. it's like the you know, it's like the difference between being on a roller coaster and uh, being on that you know slow moving spinning <laughs> thing that just takes you up really high, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's still cool, right? But it's not action, right? And it all depends anyway. on what you're looking for. So right. Um, but thanks for all the emails, and and that was really cool. And no one, we love no one particularly had like a. Pointed Question nothing stood out really But I will tell you not all that many people All things considered not all that many people Have entered the contest so, so uh, wide know, open. I, I could give away the movie Every week yeah. There's no one's <laughs> Going to enter yeah anyway so uh, You know enter win the X-Men on Blu-ray
2: it's bound to have Get a bunch of yourself. Yourself. that's yeah. the problem <laughs> Man up do
1: it What's the matter with you uh, Anyway a million ways to die in the West so we uh, Should just jump out with the ratings
2: <laughs> yeah because that's, be that's
1: good that's what everyone loves yeah um really all the talking is pointless they just want to hear the ratings. they do i think
2: and what, we're going to really surprise them one day it's going to be you know i'm mark eastman <laughs> co-host extraordinaire okay good night seven <laughs> and there you go you know that we'll was, just talk about what that would be good being.
1: okay now here's the thing we should say um before we give the ratings because i just want to piss off the people who want us to give the ratings as fast <laughs> as possible <laughs> right um, but we should probably say some Seth MacFarlaney context, sure, to
2: like put our rating in. This is easy because I've been doing this all weekend. Everybody that's seen me and then knows that we do this has said, "Hey, what you see? Did you see Maleficent? No, we saw right. Ways to Die in the West first. Uh, what'd you think?" And then I have to go through this thing, like what we did with Ted. Which, if anybody and wants then they, to listen, and then they
1: say, "Ah, you just don't like Seth MacFarlane because you're right. a
2: tool." They're right. <laughs> I actually, I actually have said this a bunch of times, which is, I don't like um, Family Guy at all. I've never thought it was funny. I don't like American Dad. I don't like the Cleveland show. That whole genre of humor that has made Seth MacFarlane famous and powerful right. and, you know, funny to everybody doesn't appear to me as entertaining. I mean, I can appreciate it. It just, I don't get it. Right. It's so over my head. But when we went to go see Ted, one of the things that we said, uh, one of the things that I said on the show that we were talking about anyway, was that I felt like that was a live version of Family Guy, right? That basically it was it, it everything. Was, it was a bunch of action. it was a bunch of jokes that didn't make it all onto these that show quarters. or yeah. something. It was and, like, but it even had like the real, you know, Flash Gordon really makes an appearance. Right, you know, Sam Jones. I mean, just all these things that you see in an episode of Family Guy happened in Ted, and I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I thought
1: I thought Ted was hilarious. Right, I did not love Ted as much I as you did. I loved Ted, but I was like okay with Ted, but I didn't, I didn't but hate was it But part of my Seth MacFarlane thing. What's your
2: Seth MacFarlane?
1: Uh, um, I think my I think my general thing preface. is when Family Guy started, I actually really liked it. Yeah. When it was like, you know, uh, you're not going to be one of it these was guys. Probably liked it probably like the it was uh, cool, right? Like no, no. I just I just liked you, it you mean before it got like, canceled. I, I liked it for like the first, uh, you know, like three quarters of the first season or something. Yeah. I thought it was really funny, and I, at least I thought some parts of it were really funny. And then it, as we moved on and you know eventually it just it was one of those things i didn't ever get to a place where i go oh this sucks and i hate it right Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it was just like i just never watched it anymore it just it just wasn't it just never it moved so far down the list of priorities that i just stopped watching and and then i would catch it every once in a while and i would go yeah i'm okay with this not being on top of my priorities it just started being for me i felt like i i'd really seen it all before. And it was just kind of the same thing over and over. And I just didn't, you know, I didn't love it anymore, but it wasn't really like, you know, I hated it now American dad. I never really got into that show. I saw like maybe three episodes of that show. Yeah. And I just was kind of like, whatever it was. I didn't think that was fantastic. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, Ted, like I just said, I was just kind of mixed. I just, I think his humor is weird. (laughs) And and the really we we'll get into this in the movie. And I, I still I can't keep from going back to the whole red band, green band trailer thing. Yeah. And there's something about him that really kind of throws me because I think that the I think they're equally funny. Yeah. And I think he is so focused a lot of the times on going, look, we have to We have to have the Red Band stuff. I want a Red Band movie where I want a movie that you can't show a trailer or, you know, whatever it is. And then it turns out, you know, it's like the Green Band version is just as good. If whatever it is, if it's actually funny, (laughs) it it was funny in the Green Band version. And then half the time it's not funny anyway. So so then it doesn't even matter.
2: Well, I guess I had made my my peace with the fact that I'm not going to like an animated version of Seth MacFarlane. But that the live action version, not just from Ted, but from seeing him do countless interviews, appearances, you know, I mean, everyone likes to take a crap on him for the Oscar stuff because of the boob song. But aside from that, I actually thought he was pretty funny during the whole show. Right. So my feeling on Seth MacFarlane is I like the live version of him, whether that's a Ted or interview or whatever. So I went into thinking I was going to really like Thinking this, this was going to yeah, be cause really good. because this is right in that wheelhouse.
1: And there are parts of this,
2: especially, you know... Uh, there are various
1: clips even beyond the trailers, but, you know, like the little TV spot clips yeah. where you get other things that aren't in the trailer. And it looks pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you're going into it. So, so there's,
2: okay. all, there's my preface. There's your preface. Right. Okay. So I,
1: <laughs> I, I'm at
2: four. Yeah, me too.
1: <sighs>
2: I am, I'm just below average. Because yeah. in the end, I was, I was actually pretty surprised when the movie was like 35 minutes in and I hadn't laughed right really yet. I know. Now, I think, I think this is a little bit confusing, and I don't mean it to be like an argument, you know, not with you, but I'd I had this discussion with someone yesterday. I think this movie is amusing, but it's not funny. No, exactly. That's the trick for me. And if you have a two-hour movie that's supposed to be funny with one of the comedic juggernauts, it better be funny, funny at, at some point. It better make me... Look, I didn't think I was going to laugh as much as I did at Ted. Because the subject matter it's, is a little different, different. Yeah. you know, it's it's not just the contemporary versus the Wild West, but it just there's more leeway with Ted that you can really go crazy with. Right. But I really figured there were going to be at least one handful of times I was going to laugh a lot. Right. And I, I didn't. And no. And and even see the, <laughs> that's the kiss of death for a comedy. If the you weird laugh, I the mean, weird that's, thing that's the for me
1: with this movie is that. Somewhere in here there's a movie that I really wanted to watch Man, and I didn't get I it. I agree. Uh, it was there's a lot of the parts you know the thing that's weird about this is what he wants to do is this kind of serious movie.
0: Yeah. Not
1: not that it's not a comedy anymore right. or that it's not He doesn't funny, want to be forgiven, not that kind but, of serious, no, But no, like kind of a serious movie. Yeah. And you know we have a interview clip with him and I can't actually remember if this is part of the interview where he talks about this being uh, basically like uh, 80s high school, you know, whatever kind of a right. movie, just put it in the old west. Right. 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 And so maybe I'll just be repeating it and then we'll listen to him say it. And that'll maybe, be a bit funny. But, um, you know, there's a part where he wants to do something like that yeah. where it's like, you know, there's, <clears throat> there's pretty in pink or say anything or, yeah. Or some movie like that where it's funny, and there are funny parts, and it's, you know, like you said, it's amusing, or it's humorous, or you don't necessarily laugh out loud, right? right? And there's some part of this movie that he wants to make a movie like that. He's just translating it into the Old West. Yeah. So obviously there's going to be different things going around, right? Right. It's not the uh, you know, quarterback bully right person. Right. It's the deadly outlaw or whatever yeah, who's right. who's the problem and it's you know, it's not his it's not his girlfriend who's popular or something, you right. know, it's the woman he married when yeah, she was right. nine yeah, and yeah. and whatever. But that part of the movie, I I wanted that to work better. Yeah but he wants to make that movie but then he so, for some reason he also wants to have like this goofy comedy yeah where it's like you know basically like body fluids are funny and and you, yeah. you know whatever i mean it's just like this really just goofball stuff that yeah. it's like he's writing this movie and then for a certain amount of the time he like gets really high <laughs> Yeah. And then goes, Oh, that's so funny. And and writes it down and goes, well, I wrote it. So <laughs> we got to try th- that's it. That's it. We do it now.
2: He's got this thing where, and I feel the same way. I think that there are genuinely parts of this film, especially when, you know, he plays this guy, Albert, who's a sheep farmer who gets dumped by his girlfriend and accidentally a bunch of little things happen over the next week to get and him. He's, and he's actually pretty good. Even. He is good. I, I get the feeling. Um, well, I, rather than say that first, uh, I actually found that there were parts of the film, usually when, you know, Charlize Theron, uh, who's Anna, and Albert are doing their stuff for the mid part of that week right. before he gets By challenged. Themselves. I found that to be really effective. Yeah. Touching is maybe too hard of a description, but it was touching in places. Like, I could really see what he wanted to do. Right. And it's almost like he was filming a straight – like, I agree with you. There was a part of me that would see these scenes, and he would do, like, a scene or a setup for a scene, and you – if you played it straight, you'd have a drama. But in his head he's like if this was my film I'd write these jokes and throw it out and it's almost like you And I see and I'd have that, I'd have the sheep pee on him Yeah, yeah you'd like like see, just you'd random see these things crazy. happen to him and and I don't know that I just want him to film a non funny you know project but I'd like to see him try it because one right. of the things that I saw later I saw a few critics really take him to you know take him to the shed no pun intended about the you know outhouse thing but Take him to the outhouse kind of for his acting. They're like, he, he sucks. He's so bland. And I'm thinking, actually, when Seth MacFarlane is on the screen, I watch him. Yeah, like, he's I got didn't a real think, so. I thought he I was, think he's really good. I thought he was pretty good. Now I don't think he's going to take an Oscar away from anybody someday no. soon. But I think in a strange way, because he's also compared to Adam Sandler, I think like Adam Sandler showed with a few later projects that nobody seemed to like, that he can do more than what he's being right, like, producing right. right now.
1: I'd like to see that. I thought he was actually pretty good and this is you know the a lot of the rating of this is like the disappointment there's there's clear, there's clearly like the disappointment just in it just wasn't funny yeah. even like the things where you know it's sort of like a large part of his comedy is he wants to do things where it's like you laugh and you wish you hadn't. Right. That uncomfortable but laugh. Like you, you laugh and then, yeah. but then it, like a minute later you go, well, that's not funny. Right. I, sh- <laughs> I shouldn't go, be laughing at that. And you go, yeah, okay, I laughed. But still, <laughs> right, you know, that's, you know, that's just like at some point you just hit a guy with a hammer. Right. And, right. and right. then, oh, look, it was funny. Yeah. But, you know that's not writing great comedy or do. And, and there's so many things in the movie that, like I said, it's like this disappointment where it just didn't go the right way with that because he's so committed to not letting time go by without just doing something stupid reaching for you. That's funny. And you know, one of the, one of the weirdest things for me in this movie, and there are a lot of parts that I think could go better. But in this movie, the whole arc, all the way through the movie, of uh, Giovanni Ribisi yeah. and Sarah Sar- Silverman, Sarah Silverman yeah. I think you take the basic idea there, and I think that would just be awesome and hilarious. Yeah. And it's done almost completely wrong at every turn. And it's just, it's not funny because you're trying to be so stupid about it. Right. When, you know, there's like, I mean, so, (laughs) so she's a, she's a, She's the town hooker,
2: whore,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. She uh, works upstairs at the bar. Yeah. I don't know if she's the town whore because I think there's others. There, there. are others. But, <laughs> but, she's, but your, she's, she's
2: your she's your she's your proverbial she's, hooker she's, with a heart of gold, the, right? You know. She's.
1: It's not even that. It's like she's like a hooker who's just sort of oblivious or right. something. I mean, she's just like lost in her, her own yeah. head. And then you've got Giovanni Rubisi, who is uh, Seth MacFarlane's best friend, yeah, who's dating her, right? And has been for a long time. <laughs> right. And they haven't slept together. <laughs> even, yeah. Even though you know, so she has. Even though she slept with everybody. Has, yeah. I know, and it's a small town. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I thought
1: the only
2: other one that has. not slept I with I her. I thought
1: there even. was... I thought it even was like pretty good when you know she she comes down at one point and this guy <laughs> comes down with her or whatever and then hey what's up and it's <laughs> like. <laughs> right like because how can you not how know everyone, everyone yeah, right? right and it, it, there's so much about that whole idea I, that could have been hilarious and awesome yeah. right but we were so you know convinced that what you do with that is make dumb jokes right. and have like you know bodily fluid humor and
2: i'm okay and, with and some like of that and like gross yeah.
1: things and yes i mean like some of it is you know, okay, and there was, you know, the the part early on where, uh, you know, all of a sudden Sarah Silverman turns around and goes, "Well, what does he want?" Right. And she answers her. Right. And you go, "Whoa!" Right. <laughs> like right. That's not what I meant, but maybe it is what she meant. Uh, anyway, it's what you find out. Right. And. But, you know, there's so much going on with that, especially with the whole not sleeping together and Sarah Silverman doesn't want to sleep with them because they're, they're Christians. Christians right? And that, they would be, wait. that would be premarital sex, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like if you, uh, I mean, you know, talking about the Bible and stuff, you know, if you, which Seth MacFarlane likes to do anyway. Yeah. If you just have exactly the right filter on the words, That you read, and you go, well, premarital sex, though. (laughs) Right. Then, then you're, then you could translate it somehow into, but I'm never marrying him, so it's not premarital sex, right? right? And that whole thing was like a gold mine. It It could have been awesome, and it just had like (laughs) the wrong skew to it the whole time, and it, you know, both of them could have pulled off. Anything, any way you wanted him to go with it, yeah, and and made it awesome, and it just didn't quite really
2: get there. He he's often one of these guys who, whether it's through the cartoons or whether through you know the films like Ted or like this now, he throws you know tons of jokes at the wall, and if something sticks, he keeps it. But then he picks everything up and throws it again. Right, and, and one of the things that you know we saw it. I don't even know if this is in 3D, but we didn't see it in 3D. We saw it Friday night. And, yeah, I don't,
1: I don't think it is.
2: Um, and the crowd that we saw it with laughed. You know, we yeah. weren't, we weren't, we didn't laugh. I don't think you laughed. I didn't laugh. No. But we weren't in a bad mood. I was there to laugh. I just, you know, for me, one of the things that was really hard, which is I thought there was too much given in the trailers. Like there were a lot of the funniest payoffs that wound up being in the film were already in the trailer and I'd already seen them. Right, right. But I also thought like, and, I, and, I, and I wanna, some
1: things that were pretty funny weren't in. The and movie, some things that weren't in there that, that weren't that, in the film that were in right. the trailer, right?
2: I, I actually ultimately feel like this at the end of the film. I feel like I just watched a very funny movie on like cable TV that right. had to censor the hell out of it. Like, right. there's no cussing. There's no real exploitive. You know, you don't get to see close-ups of things. It feels like when you tell somebody that you know a really raunchy thing, like. You know, I don't know, 48 Hours, or Beverly Hills Cough, or something that's hilarious but needs the swearing and the, and the extravagance. Oh yeah, that's on TNT, watch that. No right, slight right. to TNT, but it's going to be watered down. I feel like we saw that film, like it was absolutely just censored. Right. And if I had seen the uncensored, it would have been hilarious. But uh, then I, after I, I saw I, all of
1: subject matter... But, but then not so much, really. even
2: all, Right, exactly, because even once you see the map of the story that he's going to tell... It's, it's mining all these jokes that I've seen. I saw all these jokes coming a mile away. Right. And that was partially why I didn't laugh. But it reminded me of when we went to go see The Dictator, you know, with Sasha Baron Cohen doing all these awesome, hilarious setups. And you and I laughed out loud once when he repels down the rope into the other building. I don't remember oh, remember right, this. right. That was yeah, the yeah. only time we laughed. And it was so ridiculous. But I think uh, we were so bored, like right. anything would have got us. I was waiting for one of those moments. You know, and whether it was you Neil know, Patrick Harris crapping in hats or, yeah. you know, and then they, and then they got to show it. You know, I mean, right. if if any of those had worked, it would have worked an hour ago and I saw them all coming. So I didn't right. feel like there was anything genuinely funny. Whereas with Ted, I, I saw all the options, but man, it just hit me so rat-a-tat-tat uh, out of the blue with all these things being said left and right. And, and it just constantly had me off balance and it right. was therefore very funny. Right. And it's, so. it's almost like this one. See, and
1: it, it's such a it's a weird it's a weird movie just because it doesn't know what it's trying to be and so it you know can't manage to be anything but since in this movie we're really trying to play some more story yeah and have more characters that we have to pay attention to right right so you can't do that like in ted you can't just have them you know, constantly one joke after another, right, or else you're not even going to remember who that person is because we have to have some time right. to actually try and sell this story. Now we want to do that same thing, kind of, but yeah. make a story about it, mm-hmm. and then you end up with like a lot of stuff in the movie is just so random, right yeah and and for very weird reasons, and some of them are even okay, yeah, except that. They're almost also kind of a waste. Like you know, the one that uh, really stood out for me. So um, Liam Neeson is this real super bad guy, Clinch something, yeah. And uh, Clutch. And yes, yeah, no, Seth Clinch. Seth, yeah. yeah, Clinch. Seth MacFarlane is uh, the sheep herder of mm-hmm. this tiny town. Yeah. And uh, Clinch is married to Charlie Theron. He's on his way to rob a bank or a stagecoach or whatever it is. And so he sends one of his guys with his wife to just go wait for him in this little town, which happens to be the town uh, that Seth MacFarlane's in. And uh, (laughs) so then, you know, they sort of like each other. He's dating someone else who dumps him. Uh, and it starts out where he's in a gunfight and, like, talks his way out of it, which does not impress her. Right. Because it's the West, and that's not You've who got you're shoot. supposed to be. Right, right, yeah. So she dumps him and then starts dating uh, Neil Patrick Harris, who runs the mustachery. Which is which is funny. Which I think is awesome. But see, then, there's the other odd thing getting thrown in, right. is the mustachery, I think, is genius. yeah. But the mustachery is a lot more like um, well, that and lots of other stuff that happens in the movie too. There are other, you know, things that are like this. But those to me are things that are a lot more like watching British comedy television. Yeah. Not counting things like Monty Python or yeah, whatever. No, 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 but right, yeah. But a lot of uh, British television. I like British television. You don't. I still so, have.
2: The, so that's okay. Yeah, I still have an itinerary. Uh, you to go you still it.
1: refuse to watch the shows. No, no. Still, no you're I'm, I'm
2: making my way. You've given but, me a good list. But the thing about uh, like British humor
1: is a lot like The Mustachery, right? Yeah. It's like you watch the show and you never laugh once, right? right. And at the end you go, oh my God, that was so hilarious. Right. And if you had like the whole mustachery thing, you know, going all through the movie, it's sort of like that. It's not like you just laugh out loud and go, oh, my God, I'm cracking up now and I can't breathe. Right. It's just that it's so hilarious that this guy is there. And it's like, you know, mustaches now are like having a really big gun or a fast car or whatever. It's like the bigger the mustache, the the cooler you are. Right. And the mustachery, oddly (laughs) – is, is just a place that sells, like, oil and wax right. and right. Uh, special, like, mustache
2: shampoo or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they even have, like, a mustache song <laughs> at one point. <laughs> that song is catchy. And the funniest thing is he's like, try to get that out of your head. And I'm <laughs> like, I actually couldn't for a while. That was a good job. And, and anyway, so uh, Seth MacFarlane's girlfriend
1: uh, leaves him to be with, with him. Mustache boy. Yeah. And then in the wake of that, um, you know, he... Starts talking to Charlize Theron and and right. you know there are there are other funny parts that it's almost like that are done well where we kind of throw things out but don't pay attention to them and like I said they're not like laugh out loud things yeah but when they're in the bar and like one guy shoots one guy. And then just instantly, everyone breaks into their own brawl, right? right? And it has nothing to do with who started the fight or whatever, but we're just all (laughs) in our own little corner. Everyone just starts throwing a punch at whoever's closest to you. And the way that they kick that off in the movie, I thought was was really funny. It was really good. It's just not laugh out loud and I'm going to pee my pants funny. It's a different kind of funny. But he's trying to do like every kind of funny. Yeah. And it ne- and it just never gets to a point where it right. works very well because he's trying to do like these subtle things, then he's trying to do like like gross out humor yeah. kind of stuff, and then so like like I said some things go random right so Sh- Charlize Theron is teaching him how to shoot and everything, and there's this one part where all of a sudden they're eating the marijuana cookie yeah. And it's totally random. Yeah. It, it's almost like it, it's very weird because uh, Sh- Charlie Thron specifically in that scene seems like she's not really at work. Yeah, like, that seems like an outtake. Like, like it feels like they shot that on the first day, yeah, and and said, "Let's do this." And like we're just screwing around, right. and I don't even know if it's in the movie. Right. I'll see if I can find a place to write just this to in. build some
2: rapport, right? Yeah.
1: And it's like the weirdest scene because she starts cracking up. Yeah. Like she's really about to go cut. Right. Like yeah, she's no a,
2: yeah. she, like she's about to look in like, the camera. She's and be like she's not
1: actually can't. like paying attention to what's happening. Right. Even she's like turning away and like laughing and right. and you know I mean. Maybe she's just the world's greatest actress. She might be. And, she's got an Oscar. And, you know, there are plenty of people who think she's a really good, good actress, and she is. Oh, I thought but, you were
2: going to give your – No,
1: no. But, uh, um, I mean, I'm not a super fan or anything, but yeah. she's good. But I could swear for all the world that she was actually high when they right. were doing right. that. I mean, she, right. maybe she just can act high really well. Yeah. But it's so random that it just pops yeah. up, and it's like, where the hell did pot cookies come from? <laughs> Yeah. In your story about yeah. the Old West and this whole, you know, whatever. And the other thing that's really weird about it that it's all like kind of so random is like there's this whole thing about how there are a million ways to die in the West. Right. Which actually becomes a, 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 inter- crucial part. a integral part yeah. of the story, yeah. right? And if you watch the trailer, it seems like we talk about that all the time. Yeah. And what we're going to get a, as a movie is just countless times that people die right. in crazy ways. Right. And there's even like, and, and they talk about going to the doctor at certain points. Yep. And there's the part in the trailer where the guy is they're burying the guy. Right. And he goes, yeah, "Well, yeah, right. what could you do? He had a sliver. <laughs> right. So right. how could you right. have saved how could him? Right. Done and and it's funny when you think about the movie because, you know, they show some pictures of real people, like, traveling out to the West or yeah. in the real West. And then he he has this one, like, tirade about how you can die when they're sitting in the bar. Oh, I loved it,
2: too. I thought that was and really it, funny.
1: And it was really good. And he's yeah. talking about all the different ways you could die. and it And it actually makes you think for a minute. You know those people were freaking insane. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't go with your own doctor, right. Then you were insane. Yeah, to <laughs> go. What happened? Well, you know, I you would, fall yeah. and break your leg, and you're dead. <laughs> they shoot you. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. Like, anyway, but but so there is a a certain point where you know, they go to, to like the, uh, the fair or whatever. Yeah. Which uh, it feels a little strange in itself because all of a sudden there's like 50 times as many people in the town as <laughs> there be, ever because are yeah. because they hey, could show, them in. Sh- show up for the fair. And there is a point at the fair where couple of people die in goofy ways and all of a sudden yeah. it's just like you know you could die of anything it was actually, and I like the fair stuff too and yeah and it kind of connected to this whole conversation that he's trying to have about why he hates right. the West because like literally you spend every second of your life trying not to get killed by Absolutely right. everything, you yeah. know, and he's like, everything here that's not you is trying to kill you or could kill you. And he's you. like,
2: and, and people always die at the fair, you know, right. there's people dying by fire, <laughs> right? And, all and these they, things. they're, and they're dropping bolt. like flies. Like, like who yeah. showed
1: up the next year? Right. <laughs> but right. But then after the fair, we really kind of drop that. Yeah. And we don't pay any attention to all of the crazy ways that people could die anymore. Mm-hmm. And then uh, until we get the rattlesnake that sneaks up on them and then yeah. like they start talking funny and it right. was, it right. was goofy, but all of a sudden there's no more lots of people dying in weird ways or whatever until we want it at the end. Right. But all the comedy like in between yeah. is, you know, it's almost like I said, there are some things that are like the mustachery that are just kind of like clever, funny, and then there's just like gross out humor, funny and then there's like the more we can show Sarah Silverman having sex with everyone in the town, right that's funny, right just because if we show her having sex again, it's funny yeah and and then the part where they even like sell that really with the whole don't please don't kill us on on sex night or whatever, yeah that like actually is funnier in the trailer, yeah, that's funnier if you don't know anything, anything about the all. story, yeah I agree, then once we have all this build up, it's like the story that we hear about it, then it's not that funny anymore. It's
2: It's a hard thing, too, and and not just to keep tying him to Ted, and I'm actually going to stop that, but it's a hard thing in this film because, like I said in the beginning, I I think this is an amusing movie. It just isn't a laugh-out-loud film for me, and when I was amused, it wasn't just at a certain vein of humor. Like, it wasn't just the real gross-out stuff of sheeps peeing on you or people crapping in hats and, you know, nothing like that. It was if If there's a subtle humor, if there's a satire you know if there's a satire or a satirical attempt or if a potty mouth or just slapstick like it there's three or four different instances at least of each version that right. happens every minute it feels like, and I like different times, different ones, right, you know, so there are times when I like the really gross stuff, then I really like the subtle like you know we're Christians that's you know we can't do that like all the satirical stuff, all these things they hit different. Um, different places when he's trying to move the needle and he's so frantic and frenetic about trying to hit you with a million jokes a minute, really right. that I almost feel like this would have been like what you said in the beginning. There's a film here I really wanted to see and it would have been maybe there if it had been edited sharper, not because we often say this film is too long. This film is too long anyway. Right. This is a two hour movie. But it's but still, it's not like, hugely if you could, too If you've long. got no, and it, it and it doesn't feel so. too long, right. Which is to its favor. But I would rather see ninety minutes of sharp, like acumen stuff than you know, one hundred twenty minutes of let's just see what sticks, right? And, and, and I really thought it was going to turn a corner. Sorry, when when he uh gets captured by the Indians, right? And that whole thing right. happens when he nothing. can speak their language and they just have this frank conversation. And then he takes a little too much of what he shouldn't have. That's when I thought, man, now we're going, this is going to be fine. And it was still funny, but it wasn't. And
1: there were parts of it that were were funny, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. Right. 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 But, but that's the thing I think, see, I don't know if editing could have saved this. I think it needed to be, I think it needed to be written again. I think what you need to do is take this movie and like pick. Right. And, which, yeah. and yeah. go and if this movie, uh, you know, where he talks about it being like an 80s high school movie that there are tons of examples of, yeah. it just like kind of updated and then throw it into the West, mm-hmm. if it would have actually done that, I think it really would have been a good movie because all of the stuff that – because you'd have like a different flavor to like the whole hooker comedy, like what's funny about that and right. how do we – How do we best sell that that's funny? Right. It's not the gross out humor. Right. It's not, you know, being gross about it. And I think if we had like a subtler take on trying to be funny, in the end, this would have actually been a really good movie because as dumb and as like, you know, really cliche and stereotypical as a lot of the stuff is. Yeah. It's still weirdly engaging it when is. they are doing the parts that are with them kind of connecting yep. and and basically like trying to sell this whole story that's you know the the popular hot girl who's somebody else's girlfriend and right. the like geeky guy who you know convinces her that she deserves better and all right. that And it's so like trite and overdone and everything. And somehow it's still kind of working. Yeah. And then the movie just keeps taking breaks and going, do something funny. Do something like really stupid. Show like some, you know, whatever. And it's all the worse because there's no like coordination to it or meaning behind it. It's like, you know, he's got to comedy style wheel of fortune right that that he just goes okay this one will be and he just goes um we're doing some gross out humor now or we're doing this and it's it just it doesn't let you get kind of in a flow of anything you know you're not you can't you can't jump back and forth and watch comedy from like eight different kinds of comedy right one right after the other with no
2: meaning behind it and i except guess except that that in a way is kind of, kind of his, what you do, his, idea, his idea right his, i guess that's kind of what i meant when i was saying editing like instead of rewriting and i know what you just said but i was feeling like when they've got a good story and a good thing going even if it's not designed to be a riotous comedy it can just be like an easygoing like laid back kind of story about this guy right cut out those unnecessary things that jar the story, you know, maybe, maybe in that way. Um, And, you know,
1: and and like there are times when we're, you know, we're kind of being serious now. Yeah. And something kind of serious is happening. There's lots of times uh, going on in there. There's, uh, you know, the guy breaks out of jail and like kills the sheriff or, you know, uh, clinch comes in and is like basically threatening to kill everyone in the town or whatever it is, you know, there's there's like these serious, even when they're kind of like connecting or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, there's like these serious times, except that there's there's almost like no rhyme or reason to when we're going to do something just dumb. Yeah. Like, you know, the worst for me was like that whole sheep peeing on him thing. I was like, you know, you, yeah. c- you could just take that out and it's a whole different scene, yeah. but it's like it's like he's just got a clock going that he's like, it's been too long since we did something right. gross and stupid it, and, yeah. and we have to do something. What are the possibilities? Yeah. And it's kind of weird too, because a lot of the writing that's going on in this movie, like, you know, there's the part where Sh- Charlize Theron comes in and she's all dressed up and then we have to have like the big butt humor right. and all that stuff. It's, it feels like it's so random that it's almost like he wrote it without comedy. Right. Like like he wrote, you know, there he didn't like write the sheep scene or whatever or he didn't write like these these weird lines he's given out about uh big butts and the iron that she's wearing right. and and all that. He just like wrote the scene and they start filming it and they stop like at a at a certain point and he goes, "All right, what would be funny to do right here?" Right. Go. Right. Everyone starts like, shouting yeah, out ideas. Just, just starts
2: pointing at crew. Like, <laughs> right. What, right, exactly. What, what do you got? Yeah, that one's good. We'll try that. And
1: it's just, it's so random and weird. And then it, it even gets to the point where at certain times, you know, his character kind of gets thrown. Little, yeah. Because it, you're going, well, but his character is like this guy.
2: Yeah. And
1: when we're like doing stuff with his character, it's pretty good. But, you know, oddly, I just feel like he doesn't know what's funny.
2: And he knows he doesn't know what's funny. He might think everything's funny. Strangely, so, well, like well, he, he might, that but it's is just as bad because then you don't have right. He, you don't have you a still, you. For still it. don't have a sense of humor lost, right?
1: if you think everything's funny, right? right? But it's almost kind of like he doesn't really know what's funny. So he goes, well, you know, like you said, you know, do everything, right? And then it's like at the end of the at the end of the day, he goes. Well, if you were pretty entertained or thought some of the things in there are funny, then I've done my job. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going, but, but wait, <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh because anyone could do everything, right? right? I mean, right. <laughs> anyone could write the crazy – and it's so weird because in some in some parts, I really started to feel like a lot of the talent they had on board was just wasted for doing like the dumbest gag yeah. right here. When there were
2: way funnier ways to go with things, it, with, in a film like this too, one of the one of the amusing parts of it is just to see who shows up. This is like a throwback to those. You know, People like to say this is like Blazing Saddles because it's the last Western that was really supposed to be and, funny. And but I, I liked, liked the a lot of those things, too. Like, yeah. Ewan McGregor pops up for one line. Right, and, you if, know? and, and if, by you, the time they cut away to him, you go, and if you blink, you won't know it was him. I don't know that it was and him And Ryan not, Reynolds know? is And in Ryan it. Reynolds, and there's a lot of people in it who just show up for an afternoon, get some free you know, catering, and All then right. they just do their line. Um, I had actually thought from the start that I was about to see a different film uh only because the strange narrator's voice in the, the strange like kind of where he says sometimes people people yeah. are you know here out of time and it's not an illusion this doesn't give anything away because this was in a trailer but there's a back to the future joke in the film right and i actually kind of thought how sensible and smart and advanced albert is with his thinking like is this like going to be some inside weird time travel joke right all of a sudden it turns out i would love to re-listen to the first 60 seconds again because that was i literally was paying attention i was like wait a minute what did i just hear what is that
1: right so i thought it i thought it was funny too speaking of that um you know the beginning of the film i thought was really kind of weird yeah um where it like you know, it pans over Sedona basically and, yeah, in right. in Arizona. This is your old backyard. Where right? there it is. I mean that's yeah. where I grew up and I've been there a lot of times. And it's funny, um, the Red Rock area where in Sedona where they obviously filmed a lot of this and like um you know, even, you know, old Tucson, which is not that, that far, far away yeah. uh where they filmed like every Western that was ever made <laughs> you know, forty years ago sure. or whatever. That was the spot. Um but what what I think is funny is that they have these scenes panning in and it's like this weird I don't know if he's making fun of every western that ever yeah. happened before but you know they all start like that right and they all have the same music there's like a it's like yeah. it's like its own genre of music yeah. is like western intro and you see these things, and it's almost to the point, like, really, when people go to Sedona in Arizona, they're like, where's the music?
2: Like, right, you just yeah. think that you if you expect. go there, you hear that. It's not even music. It's the sound the wind makes through <laughs> the right, exactly. know, It's just the perfect intonation. And, and it was, like, so cool.
1: And then all of a sudden, it's just like, you know, that joke was over.
2: Right. And that
1: was how, like, and the that, whole movie was. Yeah. You know, it was like, I'm, I'm doing this for a while, but that's over now. And there's something about I think writing a movie versus writing something that's twenty minutes long. Right. That even though you like Ted a lot more than me, that I, I don't feel like he's really,
2: you know, progressed very far in perfecting the difference Not going one, on there. You know? One anomaly doesn't mean it. He might be, you know, mentally engineered to write stories in twenty minute fashions. You know, that right. might be that might be it.
1: Which I think, you know, there was such a feeling of that going through this movie that it was just like you know he didn't he didn't have he doesn't have some sort of filter on himself to like think in longer terms than that right. you know and right. and then when you, if he just had like his next movie, I just want someone to write with him yeah you, you know or or i guess well, people wrote this with him supposedly or whatever yeah. but oh yeah was, but in like true. a more serious way somehow where, where they go. You know, he, no, actu- really, he here. actually, yeah. like, <laughs> learned something about writing a whole movie because there was so much of the movie that it was just like, uh, you know, he's got a box of gags he wants to do,
2: uh-huh.
1: and he's got, like, a couple of pages of a story. Yeah. And then
2: he goes, I don't know, throw them all no, up in the air and right. see where they land, right. and then that's what happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I don't what, know. You want to hear from him? You want to do – you got some sounds here. We got a. Yeah, sure we'll we hear we'll
1: hear him uh uh talk about a story and I, I, we've got him and Charlie's throne uh talking about basically the main characters from semi different perspectives but they're actually kind of interesting and the reason that uh I really like these little pieces of the interview is because you know the movie that they're talking about which in some sense exists in the m- movie that you see is the m- far more the movie that I wanted to see so than I did, wish yeah, I you could get out of it. But, uh, yeah, let's listen to uh, Seth MacFarlane for a minute.
0: Anna changes Albert in, the, in that um, they, they, they click over the same hatred of the West. Anna hates the West just as much as Albert does. The difference is that she has a confidence that he lacks and she's able to, she's in her, in her own mind um, reconciled her her hatred of the west and she's she's able to she's able to be happy to some degree which is a skill that Albert has not has not uh, um, achieved yet and it's it, it largely comes out of her her confidence what what he um, <clears throat> what he sort of inadvertently teaches her is that she doesn't have to date a douchebag that she's worth more which is a very contemporary theme <laughs> um, we, we sort of thought of that as a nice universal idea that spans the... a good lesson that spans the, the centuries. She's, she's filled with this kind of excitement, you know, and a hope of, of something different than what she's known, which is kind of living this outlaw life, and, and that's all she's known her entire life, and she didn't really have a choice in that. So even coming to a town like Old Stump which, you know, isn't much, for her is great. And I think there's something great about watching a character who obviously have to be incredibly strong to fit into that outlaw life um, that can still show this kind of youthful, excited, um, um, yeah, excitement for, 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 for a future or something new, just having something new in her life. That was nice to play.
1: The dog has comments. Yeah. See, and I think another thing that, you know, you, you kind of don't notice this unless you listen to her talk or you really spend way too much time after the movie thinking about it. Yeah. But, you know, um, I think she was really good in this movie. Yeah. But here's here's my weird take on her in this movie. I feel like she was actually in another movie. She was like playing the role yeah. of someone who's in a a slightly different movie like she was she was actually playing the character in the movie I want to see
2: <laughs> yeah uh,
1: that I wanted this to be you know because she was you know she's got like all this emotion going on and all of this whole you know she's really like trying to bring out this this woman who has been married to uh, <laughs> to, to the world's weirdest outlaw yeah since she was nine yeah Um, and you don't get a lot of information on that exactly, but she, but she was, they got married when she was nine and she's been married to him forever. And he's a crazy outlaw and he's, you know, he's not only an outlaw, but he's really a bastard outlaw. And now she gets away from him for a while and starts hanging out. And there's like all of this stuff going on, which doesn't really exist in the movie as much as it does in her acting. I think. You know I, what I, I can mean? understand
2: what you're saying. I actually, I don't not, feel not that, that strongly that's, about it. That that's a bad thing. No, no, no. and I get that it. I think I get what you mean. I, I think she's. I guess I don't go that far with it, you know, with you. I just think that there's a lot of distractions and. And man, the you know the movie, like we said before, you know we're getting close to time anyway, and if we're repeating ourselves, that's probably a bad sign. But I feel yeah. like the film we is, might, is we at might its, be about to have a whole bunch of noise. Yeah, right that's here. okay too. Like, I feel like the film is at its strongest in the middle part where they're relating to each other. You know, when they right. they both get to act. Yes, but they're just basically you know having fun with the story. And there aren't as many distractions then, you know, right. there's a couple, there's the rattlesnake stuff. And then when they go to the fair, there's obviously a few, but it's really just them. And that's when I was most comfortable watching the film. Right. You even know. when, uh, you know, like the fair, I think is a really good example
1: because even, you know, when they're just, they're there at the fair once, once we get to the part where they're kind of, uh, going off with the the old girlfriend <laughs> right? And, yeah, and mustache boy, um, even when we get some like goofy, stupid humor but it's sufficiently like surrounded by them. Yeah. It's okay. It's tolerable there. And it yeah. and and we don't have as much like of the just, you know, gross out humor or just yeah. like the super super stupid humor, although some of it was a little st- was still kinda still stupid, there, but, but, but you're okay with it. And and you know, then there's a part where he actually goes into the mustachery to see yeah. that uh, his Nemesis. his ex girlfriend is there, right? And you know what's uh, I gotta say, like um, it, it was really impressive the whole mustache angle, right? yeah. That whole character yeah. because he doesn't really do anything, right? And yet you're okay with hating him. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like, so you know you're supposed to. He He's got a black hat. That he doesn't kind of thing. actually
1: yeah. do anything right. to to, uh, to Seth MacFarlane. Right, he doesn't really like do anything j- except just go. You know, yeah, I stole your girlfriend. There's a there's a creativity so, somehow he brings he that around. It. It's there's there's cool.
2: a creativity that I do respect. That you see a situation, you want to try to mine it for anything funny. Like you Neil know, Patrick Harris is in bed with Amanda Seyfried, and they're just talking right. about the battle. And they manage to mind something uncomfortable and gross about a mustache. And weird. And That's weird. Like, and you truly, watch it. Truly,
1: truly weird.
2: And in the same vein that Seth MacFarlane, like earlier, like you said, talks himself out of as a gunfight. And then later when he has the showdown with um, with Neil Patrick Harris, makes a joke, feels like no one understood it, walks it off comes and comes back, back and, and uncomfortably explains that. it and then kind of sticks around longer. Like, this is his kind of humor, which is the, the joke ended probably a few seconds ago, but I now think it's funny to drag it out a few seconds, right. and then make it feel uncomfortable. And
1: that, and that wasn't and that terrible. It works right? sometimes. That was
2: good. And then sometimes when it doesn't, it's just weird. I say all that by way of saying that mustache gig uh, gag that they, they do goes on for like 10 seconds longer than I felt it needed to. I wasn't right. grossed out by it, but I see where now people are just starting to laugh at it. Like, right.
1: It, it's not like exactly gross.
2: But, see, then the thing with that
1: is, you, you know, I this is a thing that you were talking about, Seth MacFarlane, when we were doing TED. Yeah. Which is, you know, when we were doing TED, you, you mentioned that one part where he's, like, at the checkout thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so what Seth MacFarlane a lot of times does is it's like he tells a joke. And then he sort of tells it again, right. like, at another level. And then he goes, like, have I crossed the line yet? Right. No? Okay, well, then I got we'll another piece more. of it, right? And so that's the same thing in, like, that mustache yeah, gig, right? Because it's like, at first it's weird, and then it gets, like, a little weirder. Right. And then it gets a little weirder. Yeah. And then finally you're like, okay, now we have to just pull away. Right. right. Now, right. And now and you it. just think right. about that, that for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave you with and, that. And you know, it's funny because when you do that like really weird humor, like it's not really gross, right? That part. It's not no, it it's, isn't. it's not a gross thing. No. It's like a weird thing. It's like a and it's thing. like an uncomfortable thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you start going, oh, what? Right. And you know, the thing that I kept thinking through that, which, you know, I thought that part was like kind of funny. I did too. Because it's just so
2: weird. Yeah. It,
1: it's just, it's almost like you're just going, how did they think to write that? Like right. You're so weird. Like right. who who could think of writing <laughs> that? But you know, the thing that I, I loved about that and I thought was just all the more we- weird about it and made it just crazy and so creepy is like they just started dating yeah right this is like I mean the
2: day or the day after it it feels like yeah
1: unless they've just been seeing each other for a really long time right behind, (laughs) behind his back or something but then it's like after it all closes and you pull away from it and you pull away from it in such a way that you know Seth MacFarlane is clear clearly saying now just think about that for a few seconds. Right, 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 And then when I thought about it, I went, "They just started dating." <laughs> right. It's like, right. don't you need some time before
2: yeah. you get into this is <laughs> like a really? And weird I love stuff. and there's a running joke that they don't push very hard, but there's a running joke that all the, a lot of the characters are like. You know, I'm not gonna get to live to the ripe old age of 35. Like right, I got to take right. my chances now. And right. basically, I guess if you start dating the first day, you basically say, "This is what I like. This is how it this is. This is how it's gonna be. So let's get ready right right. for
1: that." Right. And I'm gonna be really pushy about it. Right. Too.
2: Yeah, because he is. Who, he's like, "Come on, let's <laughs> like, do it now. You know what I want. You know that kind of thing."
1: It was. You I know, know, I don't know. There are certain anyway. parts of the movie that are a lot funnier when you're just talking about them than yeah, they are I, when, I, when, I, when you're just watching it, in the dark
2: it. with a bunch yeah. of people.
1: Anyway, uh, I don't know. I think we I think we've covered I think it. we've
2: covered that one pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I do have to say, uh, yeah. If you have anything to say about this or right. any upcoming movies or anything, you know, be sure and email us at uh, questions at areuscreening dot com and yeah. we would love to have some questions to uh, share on the air or answer yeah. or whatever you want to talk about. I have to uh, jump in since we have a couple of minutes left. And say that uh, we did not see Maleficent, but uh, my wife and my daughter saw Maleficent, and my daughter really liked it. Yep. So for the uh, younger crowd, yep. um, this one seems to work really well. It, she didn't say it was her favorite movie she'd ever right. seen or anything, right. but she enjoyed herself. Now, And so she's, uh, that what you are. she's almost eight, right. so if you've got a, that age range of yeah. girl... You're in store for something good, probably. And at the same time, I have to say, uh, my wife, who is far more lenient on films than I am, said that it was really the dumbest story <laughs> yeah, that, that you could ever have imagined. Right. So, um, But man, it's doing really good at the box office, and lots of critics are saying positive things about it and giving it yeah. a high scores. So yeah. I don't know. This might be one of those ones where I really don't want to... Do it on yeah, the show, but yeah. now I have to so that it, we at least slip yeah. it in for like half a show in a couple right. of weeks or something, just because there are people saying positive things about Angelina Jolie, and right. you know I, I can't let that. And go. You can't let that slide, right? Because I I don't believe it, and, <laughs> right. and and I have to be able to more effectively call them out. But if you've seen Maleficent, uh, I, well, I want to know yeah. what you think. You can send us an email about that too. Next week um, Edge of tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. I was like, I'm real. I was like, what? That. I was like, wait a minute, all of a sudden I just right. couldn't think of it. But yeah. yeah. And I am too, and especially because, you know, it would just blow me away if there were like two, you know, spring to summers in a row that we saw right. a Tom Cruise movie that right. we really the, liked. A sci-fi that's like film a weird really, sci fi and we really ended up liking that it. That would be really cool. Because it looks good, but I'm really scared of it. Yeah. Although some early uh reviews I've seen, uh people have liked it, but it looks interesting and the question here is going to be the one that we frequently get about the trailer. Like, right. does do we trailer, the Does the trailer yeah. do anything for you or because one question I have really is, all you see in the trailer is him fighting in this thing, right? Right. And so the two big questions I have and I want to hear from from people about what they think about it maybe. Uh, is Is that movie the movie that you get like after your hour in right, and is there like all God knows what going on right? Like, you know we see him riding on the motorcycle real quick and and does all this getting to the fighting happen way later and you 've been sitting there forever, or is it somehow just all this the whole time and then the other thing that i 'm right. really scared of is that there 's some like you know m night ending. <laughs> Right. where at the end you go oh right i watched that he's whole just, thing he's just and some it's guy playing quake or something right exactly you know? yeah we'll, right, we'll like, find out like i said you know? they
2: both they both been dead the whole time that's yeah, that's right. the one That'd i want to see where there,
1: perfect. there never was a movie
2: so edge of tomorrow and maybe maleficent
1: <laughs> yeah or we'll whatever i don't know i think uh i think <laughs> yeah. something else opens next week too but i think yeah, the, there's a few things. The, i think the uh thing for next week is definitely that So thanks uh, for listening to us again, and uh, we'll be back next week. Please, please share, subscribe, tell all your friends, and all that great stuff. And uh, we will see you again next week. Yeah, bye.